0: what is up everyone welcome to another episode of the live beyond average podcast i'm jordan miller and i am the host of this podcast not with my co-host amy my wife today i am with a special guest my friend west chenault he is from the south i met him last year at a men's summit and i tell you what i met this guy right away and i i just could vibe with him i knew he was different i knew he was special and i wanted to be around him um i just had a weird pull to him so i went to one of his uh Breakout sessions. I wanted to hear him speak. He is a speaker. He is a leader of men. Uh, He is a warrior of Christ. This guy is awesome. And so I'm just excited to have him on and to share some of his story and to for you guys to be encouraged by him. You guys know we like to strengthen and encourage people um, here on this podcast. And so I think you guys are in for a huge treat today. We're going to see where this topics go. Um it's going to be awesome. Wes, what is up, brother?
1: What's happening? It's an honor to be here, man.
0: Yes, dude. I'm so pumped to have you on, um, and just connect with you. Dude, I let's just start off. Let's just have you give your introduction of who you are, man, what you do, and we're just going to start branching off from there. Cool.
1: Yeah, so um I'm a I'm a dude from the South. I grew up in a little town called Pumpkin Center, Alabama. You probably won't find it on many maps, but um we're about 30 minutes south of Huntsville, Alabama. So, um I I grew up in in sports, just like most people around here. High school football is like the thing. College football, as you all know, is like uh, the biggest thing to worship in the South. Mm. Um, So I grew up as the star quarterback in in my hometown, uh, which is Hartsell. I went and actually got the opportunity to go play at a little college here in Alabama. Blew my shoulder out um, and that lost my identity. I had plans to be an, an athlete for four years. And when that was taken from me, just tanked, right? Like I just didn't know who I was, what my purpose was. So um, for about seven years, uh, just kind of went the way of the world and did everything you can imagine to, to stay off track. Mm-hmm. Um, met my wife during that period. Um, she was actually a bartender. Uh, pulled the bartender. So I still kind of put that as one of my notches (laughs) in my belt. I'm the guy that pulled the bartender and actually convinced her to marry me. Um, So uh, we spent about five years dating. um, And then when we we got married, um, I really got convicted that like, okay, like, you know what you're supposed to be doing as a man and you are not doing that. So I was like okay babe we got to get in church like I I know this isn't sustainable our lifestyle is not going to produce what we want to see in the long run. So uh yeah I got back into church actually got saved um and so for the next 7 years I went on this path of discovery man and God did some absolutely incredible things in me and gave me opportunities to do all kinds of stuff uh go to Israel got to go through several different courses um, of leadership of discipleship, stuff like that, and throughout that journey, I journaled every piece of my of my path and and so now i 'm currently stepping into and i 've done a lot of things professionally through all that i've i 've been in industrial construction i 've been in the family business uh with heating and cooling that mm-hmm. my grandfather started back in nineteen fifty five so i 've been around um you know the family business dynamic and and all of that. Uh, it, just done a lot, lot of stuff. But throughout those seven years of my of my uh, really deep discipleship training, um, I just journaled and had everything documented to where I knew that it was meant for something and didn't know what it was for and then i started having it put on my heart that like okay you're supposed to start using this so look for opportunities and that's when god started trusting me with guys like mentoring them and coaching them on the side and what what started just kind of being this thing that i stepped into developed into a side hustle and so that side hustle um, which was a business that i started about six years ago and started just having one-on-one clients and then eventually got the opportunity to go into the executive world where I started in the LLC. Um, got even more opportunities. Um, and through that course I was also in full-time ministry and, and all kinds of other cool stuff. Um, and then at the beginning of 2022, really the end of 2021, um, yeah, God was like, all right, it's time to jump. It's time to to go full speed at this. So, and at the same time, Savannah, my wife, uh came to me, she said. I know that, like, we're, we, we've we seen what you can do and everything, and I just need you to know that I'm tired of waiting. Like, it's time for you to step into this and do this full time. So I was like, <laughs> no excuses now. Time to do this full time. So that's why um, I just said, okay, God, uh, I'm going to say yes and go all in on this. So now I'm currently – um a full-time coach where I have one-on-one clients. I also have challenge courses that are run called Warrior Forge. Uh, start one every six weeks and having a blast with that. And got a lot of other cool things coming up here soon. So, yeah, that's me in a nutshell, man.
0: Dude, that is awesome. And I just find it so crazy that, uh, you know, your story after you were married and how you were you had that feeling and that calling of, like, this isn't sustainable. I know there's more. There's more I'm supposed to be doing. Um, that aligns so much uh, with me and my wife as well um, and, and just what was put on my heart and how I was giving God the stiff arm to mm-hmm. not keep stepping forward and keep stepping into what his calling was on our lives. Um, do you find it? I Cause I find it crazy of all the men that I'm, I coach and train. Um, and I, I know you have a boatload of them too. And the interactions you have, do you find it crazy? and not crazy at the same time of the similarities of these stories do that's happening, uh, that how God's working in men's hearts right now.
1: I'm a, yes, it is. It is crazy. And I, but I think it's, it's not as rare as, as the world will tell you that it is like, and I think it's a lie straight from the pits of hell that like, not all men are supposed to do this like it's a specific person that that can really take hold of the opportunity to disciple men, Mm -hmm. to be a leader of men. Like, no, that's a calling on every man's life. It's just what the filter of life you've you've ran through every aspect of your life that convinces you that, well, maybe that's not for me, which we can play into the psychology of fear and self-protection mechanisms and all that stuff. But yeah, man, I, I think that every dude, Knows that there's weight on his shoulders, Mm -hmm. and and we try to find out how to carry it the longest way that we can. And I know that my calling is not the same as yours, even though we do similar things. Like we're called to specific veins of men. Um, and then one one cool thing that that I always just revert to in this conversation is a breakthrough that I had at the beginning of this year, where I just saw a commonality and. And just the breakthroughs that men have, like, it's, it's weird how we were talking before the podcast about how, you know, in in studying Job and like, there's just, there's weird things that just happen. it's like, oh, you're doing that too. And we're having the same conversations with other people. And now it's, so I, I really heard God say at the beginning of this year that he's got a radio station. Like he's talking to his sons at all times. It's just, we have to be willing to tune in. Like he's, he's saying the same thing to all of his sons and that doesn't change. The, the, the radio station is always on. It's just, are we willing to get rid of all the crap, all the, the noise and the distractions and hit that channel and, and really tune in. And I really think that that's the key for men to find their specific purpose is just paying attention to that channel and really seeing how it lands on their hearts and what they have the opportunity to do and their spheres of influence
0: dude that's so good are we t- are we tuning in to channel one or are we on <laughs> to the highway man like dude that that's so good because I, I think uh, man i just that's so much confirmation for me because i feel like in the last two three years that's where it's been every conversation i have with a dude every single one it's like similarity similarity almost the same pretty much the same like with its own little special unique you know touch to it right mm-hmm. we all have our own fingerprint but it's like the 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 gist is the same right the purpose is still the same um that's just crazy man i just i love it it's like it's crazy because it's cool to hear but it's also like almost expected where it's like it's not crazy but it's so crazy it's just yeah (laughs) the paradox of it's so crazy um man it's just i I love it i love what what you're doing man um and a big a big piece too that really just pulled me in um with you the first time i ever heard you speak and you're wearing the shirt right now Um, but the first time i heard you speak exactly and it was on being a warrior what what that really means um and your your breakout session that i got to hear was just epic like i actually have like notes upon notes right here like this is one of my journals and i have all that stuff from that breakout session right in there um but dive in i want you to just i mean give give you don't have to give the hour-long version of being a warrior but man like I think there's some key principles in there that can just serve the men listening to this podcast. That they're like they're on their journey, and they're like, you know, they sometimes they hear journeys of of guys like yourself, and they're like, man, he's had this seven long seven years or whatever it is, and how do I get there, and and what's that look like? And it's almost can be discouraging, especially like I'm a big dreamer, so sometimes my dreams are almost discouraging, and I I love that. That's when I know that that they're right.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: But sometimes it's like. For guys that are on that path and they're like i know i'm on the right path but i i want to get i want to get to mile seven like wes is like dive into just what that what that road of being a warrior really means
1: so i think that that's another term that's kind of um become perverted in in our society i think that it is because there's such a uh, an array of, of men in, in the earth right now with so many abilities, skill sets, and anointings that it's like, well, not all men are supposed to be warriors because we're not all fighters and, and hard-nosed dudes that like to be in the woods and be in the dirt. That's completely cool. That actually has little to do with what a warrior is in the biblical sense. It's really like doing the hard thing that you know is necessary for the kingdom of heaven to come to reality on earth. Like it's having the the real tenacity in your heart to press through what life offers up, man. Like everybody has their own fight. If you've been on this earth more than 12 years, which if, if you're watching the podcast, you, you've probably been there. Like I don't know if many 10-year-olds <laughs> is going to be tuning in. That's so every dude has gone through some level of crap, man. And it takes a level of tenacity, of grit, to get through those things I don't care if it's just a girlfriend that you have for five years in junior high like that did something to you it 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 had to do with your identity at some point and that was a relationship that you were devoted to and when that thing gets taken from you or something happens whatever it is like that's hard man Mm. so it's not that you have to go and be on a literal battlefield with a spear and and a shield and you have to kill Goliath like no it's it's literally what have you fought through in your life that's what qualifies you to be a warrior if it's done in a righteous sense like not fighting to gain anything for your personal good but doing something and fighting for the things that's greater than you for a bigger cause than 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 what you can can actually produce on your own. Um, so I, I truly think that I, I think one of the quotes, if I remember right, in in my speech at the the summit that you're talking to talking about is uh, you don't have to be a warrior to make it into heaven. Like you can you can receive salvation because it's 100 percent a free gift. There's nothing that you really have to fight through in a in a like a fierce way other than your own selfishness. Right. Like it's really just more of a a situation of submission, but to make heaven on earth come to be, you 100% have to be a warrior. Like it's not a, it's not a question. You can't dismiss your physical health, your, your mental fortitude, your emotional intelligence. You can't say that's not a thing that you have to fight for and then expect the kingdom of heaven to be built here on earth. It takes a warrior spirit to do those things. It looks different for every man. Not every man has the physical fight, like 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 I do or like you do. Mm-hmm. But you have to see what your fight is and be willing to jump onto the battlefield and say, "Use me." Yeah. That's the, that's the only requirement to be a warrior. Like in a nutshell, that's that's what it is.
0: Mm, that's so good, man. I mean, you mentioned that whole like you know, not everybody may have a physical fight, but no matter what what we're fighting, we have to understand. What it is we're fighting. Um, okay. I think that's a little bit what keyed in our our, our, our talk here last week, um, a little bit on Instagram and just understanding who it is, what it is and where it is uh, that that us men are fighting. Um, and those are t- that's tough conversation for a lot of people. There's a lot of um, truth in this stuff that isn't wanted to be talked about and it's not wanted to be talked about in the typical American church. Um, you know, the the battles that we're facing, the the spiritual warfares that we're facing. And um, let's dive into that a little bit, because I know you have experience with this. Um, your story is actually super epic with this. If you want to dive into a little bit of that, that'd be super cool. Um, but let's dive into just like, dude, where we're at right now in, in our world and uh, the battles that we're facing as men, the, the stuff we need to recognize and face, because otherwise we're just like swinging a sword in th- thin air.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um I, I don't know if you've watched it and I would highly encourage it, but uh there's a documentary on Prime TV called The Free Burma Rangers. Okay. Um just just watch that uh last week, I think it was. But anyway, the Dave Eubanks is the guy who was a, a theological preacher and then um he went into the special forces and after that God called him to the front lines of the civil war in Burma okay so it's a very dope story and inside that documentary he said something that correlated with this perfectly he said there's there's a world fight out there like there's there's a worldview that we're all told like pay attention to this and then there's a fight of, of Christianity like here's here's a legalistic like version of what we're supposed to be in line and making progress in and then he said there's your fight there's the one in the middle where we're called specifically as warriors in the earth to do what we're anointed to do like it's not it's not either one of these like you have to be aware of these two fights right the the legalistic the the religious fight that that most people will try to convince you like hey hey calm down just get in this lane over here and like Don't ask those, those, those questions, Stay quiet, get behind me and, and let's just continue down this road. Or you can be completely in the world and fight, you know, everything without Jesus and, and expect that there's going to be some good that some, someday come from it. Or you can say, OK, God, submit to him and ask him, what's my fight? What are the things that I need to know about you? What are the characteristics of you that I need to question and really come into a, a deeper understanding of? That that takes a radical tenacity to ask those hard questions. And I think that's the fight that most people don't talk about. That's kind of the conversation we were having is like, man, no, you gotta ask the hard questions. There's nothing that needs to be off the table when it comes to your spiritual understanding, like your relationship with God. You come to the throne boldly, man. You don't you don't say, Well, I know I'm not supposed to ask you this question, God, because maybe that shows that I don't have faith or well, then, how are you going to get it? How are you going to grow your faith if you don't ask those hard questions? Wow. If you don't go to them and you're like, "You know what god i don't I don't get this man. Why does it have to be like this? Mm. If you don't ask those questions, if you don't enter the enter that fight specifically, that's going to contaminate your heart and it's going to weaken you as a man It's going to influence everything that you do and it's going to penetrate all the influence that you have
0: mm. Dude, that's so good. And and it backs up the fact of we that continual reliance minute by minute in the day that we that we have to have. It's kind of like I mean, if we learned how to count, if dad, if dad teaches us to count to 10, once we once we know how to count to 10, we don't we that's it. We don't need help anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like we have to understand that stuff isn't just figured out and then it's done. You know, um, it's continually, there's one thing that remains the same, and that's Jesus Christ and what he has done for us and what's to come. And the rest is like, we have to be so receptive and open to that receiving um, and how it's ever changing. Um, I want to read this. This is what you had wrote to me last week, man. Um, You're like, the enemy wants us to be lulled to sleep by generational submission to humanized worldviews and religion change and growth requires controversy and a death to what once was to make way to what is now becoming. That rarely happens spiritually in the absence of conflicting ideals or nudges by God's voice at times. And there is no better way to learn the voice of God than by testing our truths, quote, uh, our truth against his word with like-minded men in the same pursuit. Man, like that's just so epic, man. That was so encouraging uh to me. And I read that over this morning and I was just like, wow, like that's just so, so crazy. Like the enemy wants us to be lulled to sleep by this generational submission to humanized worldviews, the worldviews like you just mentioned, and then the religion like you just mm-hmm. mentioned. And without taking a step back and really asking those hard questions, like we're just we're just along for the ride. We're we're not even part of the story that i mean we're a part of the story but not a part of the story that we want to be a part of
1: right you
0: no know, and uh i think i mean tell me this like do you think like is there is there is there just a hang up of like we think we're wrong if we're asking these questions like oh it's going against religion because religion says this so if i ask this i'm wrong I, or i'm yeah. being, being blasphemy <laughs> like whatever by questioning
1: yeah no i i think one of the biggest things that i've seen uh and one of the biggest hangups that I've hit in my life is when you look at those two paths, right? the world path and then the the Christian path, it's like you you're constantly trying to find where you can fit in where it's where it's comfortable. Mm. Like how can i I make sure that I'm not rattling any feathers and I'm fully accepted in one or the other? Well, man, that like we're not called to be accepted in, in two different cliques. We're called to be submitted to jesus's anointing and pathway for our life you can't have both you can't fit in and make everybody happy in the religious lane all the time if you're following jesus you can't make everybody happy and love you in the worldview and still have a heart for god it's impossible so the only way that your heart can be at peace and truly know that you're functioning in your purpose is when you do what you know you're called to do and you're fighting through those insecurities and you're doing the next right thing and facing your vulnerable points. You know, I think that not only is it a, a matter of, of fitting in or assimilating with, with certain people, it's really understanding, like, what has caused you to not be the best version of you, you know, like, what are the, the filters that keeps you from seeing your wife the way that you know that you're supposed to see her every day? What's the things that frustrate you the most every day? Like, that, that stuff matters, man. And you need to be asking the hard questions and having those conflicts out loud. Like, you need to be looking for somebody. Like, and and it's, it's hard to find, which is why I'm a coach, is because it's hard to find somebody that can disciple you nowadays. Because yeah. that's a hard conversation. Because even in those relationships, you want to, like, be accepted by that person all the time. And you don't know what questions are going to trigger certain things in them. So it's all about relationships, man. And like really understanding it's not, don't be deceived into thinking you need to fit in with anybody. You need to be okay with who you are and do exactly what God's called you to do. And if you put all of your energy in that, discovering your purpose specifically, it's funny how everything else just kind of like, goes away those distractions aren't as loud in your head and you have more capacity to focus on god
0: that's so good what are those questions man that you're in in your line that you've asked like some of them are obvious some of them are hard but you mentioned like we got to ask the hard questions what what are some of these questions that you think we need to ask it's putting you on the i spot. think <laughs>
1: no i think that's it's I think if we had to to boil it down to one big one is why do I believe the things that I believe? Like why, why is it that I believe that it's important to go to church? Like, have you asked yourself that lately? Like, has, has that been a part of your, your daily thinking? Why is it important to pray? When's the last time you've, you've truly asked yourself that, or have you just been trying to figure out how to pray better? like getting down to the foundation of who you are and why you do the things that you do because most of the the coaches and, and the the programs that you can buy these days, it's just behavior modification. It's saying, Hey, we'll quit doing that and do this. Well, if you don't change at an identity level, you're eventually going to go back to doing the same stupid stuff eventually. Like it, it may not be next month. It may not be next year, but, you're going to get tired of doing things that's not connected to your true identity in 10 years. And that's going to affect your legacy. It's going to affect the influence that you have even today. So it's getting back to asking yourself and truly understanding at a core level, why you believe the things that you believe. Do you believe God like has your back in every situation? Or do you think it's up to you to do certain things and to take responsibility for certain things that you should just be submitting to God in, whether it be finances or your physical health or your emotional intelligence? Like, what is it that you're supposed to own and do in discipline to show your submission to God? Like, and, and th- I think those questions are so specific to each individual because you've had, we've, we've all got different experiences. We've all got different backgrounds, right? Like, I use the analogy like you can take twin brothers who have experienced the same thing throughout the course of their life. Yes. One ends up being an alcoholic, one ends up being a preacher, right? Same life, different callings, different personalities, different thought processes. Their genes are really close together, but their heart and mind are completely different. So you have to pay attention to what questions you know you're avoiding. And this is something that I say inside my coaching is like, what do you keep thinking is not a big deal? What is the one thing that you keep convincing yourself? Well, that's not a big deal. That's not, that, that's not affecting anybody else. No, that probably has to do with the specific sin that you're stepping in. That's really hurting a lot of people and you're just ignoring it. Mm. So that gets down to a core level, right? Like, why is it that when I get angry or I'm frustrated at work, I come home and take it out on my kids. If you don't ask yourself, then you're just continuing in that, in that behavior and everybody will tell you what, well, just quit getting so frustrated, man. Well, how do you do that? You figure out why the flip you're you're frustrated. You figure out what the flip you're supposed to do when you come home. What's your responsibility in that environment yeah. and get to the, the switch in your brain where you can say, okay, I see, I see where I'm getting hung up. I see what is keeping me from being the best version of myself. So that's how you start changing. So that question is what you need to ask yourself. So I think it's individual, man.
0: Yes, for sure. And when, and when we believe it's individual, doesn't that just back up and support the one-on-one relationship that we're, we're supposed to be having with Jesus Christ? Like, that that backs it up. There's nobody can answer some of these questions for you. You like these these are you work with somebody to help open these lines up. You work with somebody to help adjust your your thinking so you start questioning, but then it's still up to you as the person to go have the prayer, to go have the communication, to go have the self deep thoughts and then pray about them. It always it always funny how it always reverts back to prayer, right? Mm-hmm. Because prayer is one of those things that. It, it is the gateway of communication for us. It is that direct line that God gave us, that Jesus gave us when he tore the veil. Like when he died on yeah. the cross, man, like, man, that's what happened. That's what was the gift, one of the gifts for us. Um, but if we don't walk in that understanding and understand that, that what we have to use, it's like, man, how, how do we create that vision and how do we create that purpose that, and understand that purpose that individually I have, that you have, that the men on this podcast are listening to, that the women that are on this podcast are listening to. Um, like if, if they're just struggling with that vision. And I feel like that has been on me, man, lately is I talk to people and you talk to these guys who are wanting to change in my realm. It's They're wanting to change their physical health because it's wearing on other areas of their body or on their, in mm-hmm. their you know what I mean? It's affecting their relationships. It's doing these things like, but then it comes down to committing to a program, right? So it's, I, I need to lose X weight. I feel like crap. I'm not being the man in my house I should be, as an example. Um, but then it comes down to, okay, this is what we need to do. And it's like, that. that's where their train stops. And it, it's to that point of taking action. And I feel like it's it's a disconnect. I want to get your opinion on this. Um, I feel like sometimes there's this disconnect of like, okay, you know what you need to do, but are you truly seeing the vision. Are you are you even having vision or do you need to establish this vision? What's your take on that, if that makes sense?
1: So this may be a little harsh, but I truly believe that men do at the end of the day, everything that you did within those twenty four hours, you did because you wanted to do it. Good or bad. Like your emotions played a huge part in why the flip you did everything that you did. So going back to like getting to that core understanding of your belief operating system, beliefs produce emotions. And then those emotions are what produces your behaviors. It's, it's, it's hard to get out of that. Well, today we will say that there's a lot of emotive people out there and they just function out of their emotions. Well, yeah, but the only way that you fix that is you go back to their core beliefs. Like they may be acting emotionally emotionally, but it's because they believe a certain way. I don't care if you're right right wing, left wing, whatever the political spectrum is like your beliefs will lead to an emotion, which leads to your behavior. And if you don't have the behavior connected to the vision, the best version of you, Mm. then you need to look back and say, okay, well, why, why do I not feel like doing this today? Well, maybe it's because you don't believe that it's going to produce the things that you want to see being produced as fruit. So let's look at the belief and let's see where that doubt is. Let's see if you don't believe God can actually do that for you. He can just do it for Jordan. Mm. Well, if you see that filter, that's kind of keeping you from having the correct motivation in your emotions. Okay. Well then now like God is not a respecter of man. So like what Jordan has been able to accomplish is available to me because i'm a son of the king so therefore my emotions can be more of a positive motivation and can lead me to be more disciplined in my routine and submit to leadership and and a mentorship and and do the things consistently to produce the things that will get me to my my vision right To, to become the best version of me but I think, and, and, and that's a major point of my coaching is emotional intelligence, like really understanding your emotional state at all times, which that's a hard flipping conversation to have yeah. because it's not emotions that are one of those things that you, you can't measure, man. Like me and you, we can we can both get slapped in the face by, by the rock today, and I may be a little bit more upset about it than you would. So – even if the same thing happened, that's a crazy example but if if we just (laughs) but because we're two different people like if you say you're pissed about it and I say I'm pissed about it I might be on a 15 level and you're just like chilling out of seven like yeah I'm kind of pissed but like it's the rock and I'll be like I don't care who it is like that is that is not gonna happen so it's just going back to that emotional filter and like So having a conversation about emotions is we have that's where grace has to come in those conversations about emotional states and to where you can understand you and your emotions and your feelings and what's connected to your heartstrings at a level to where you can connect it to the truth that you're functioning from. That's why I put truth in quotations because we all we all have different truths like we may believe similar things but. I may believe that that thing because of a different reason than you do. So our truths are flexible, right? Like, and, and I mean, other than Scripture, right? Like, I believe I believe everything in this dude right here to be true. Everything that's that's unwavering. It's it's concrete. But there's so much, so many malleable attributes of our truth that we have to work through those until they correlate to the concrete of God's Word. And most of the time that filter comes through our emotions, man. So anytime that I see somebody that's just struggling to be disciplined or struggling to submit to a routine, it's probably because he don't want to he, at, at a core level, which is, that's not, that's not a pat on the back. That's kind of a kick in the nuts, but it's true. Like you don't do the hard thing because at the end of the day, you really didn't want it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, don't want to change near as much as you're claiming to want to want the change right now. Yeah. 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 It's just like, yeah. What level of, of it do you want? You can't, it's like the old adage, like choose your heart. <laughs> like, like yeah. simplicity for guys who are like still listening to that, like I'm uh, trying to try to make that all make sense right now. Like it's a choose your heart scenario. Like both paths are going to be hard. Staying the same, going to be hard, going, changing and becoming who you want to be. It's going to be hard one's going to give you a positive outcome one's not right that's the difference right there so that's the thing man it's just it's just crazy how that all pans out but as men are working into this and they're working through their emotional intelligence they're working at becoming more self-aware right it's 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 a tough journey um it's asking those tough questions and being okay with facing the tough stuff um but they're like, the one thing that's been on me too lately is that like finding and understanding what is, what is our thing? Like, and I've been asking my, my clients, this, this stuff is like, you know, what, what's your thing, you know? And, and you ask somebody that, or you ask like in more of a professional terms, like what's your purpose, right? Like what, what is your thing? What is your purpose? Like we all have the same common purpose, right? At this end of the day, mm-hmm. it's like, we have we have the commandment to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, right? And go make disciples. Like we have that common thing, but within that we have this umbrella, and I think that's where guys get a little hung up. Like, dude, I don't I don't know how to, I don't be a Christian and like go be a pastor or whatever. They think of it like they take it from like ground level to like this highest level what they're seeing like at mega churches, right? And yeah. so they get they get like this stuck, this paralyzed moment, or you know where they're like, I don't know what this thing is. Um, And I just want to encourage men uh, of just like understanding that they have their thing that God has placed on them. Um, So I just would love to hear your encouragement take on like, if somebody is just struggling to to find their thing, what that looks like for them, how do they lean into that to help find their thing?
1: So, uh, I, I believe the best way to go on, on a universal scale. Um, I, I think that the best thing that any man can do is do a lot of stuff like explore, like don't be so confined in the perspective that you have of other people's callings and anointings that you try to follow somebody's exact path. Like identify the things that God has given you the opportunity to step in through the course of your entire life, right? Like there's, there's a bread trail that has been laid out for you your entire life. And there's correlations and certain things that you have experienced, whether you were ready, you felt like you were ready for them or you were completely prepared uh, to, to take on the next step. And you knew what it looked like, like I, it doesn't matter. Like you have specific experiences that has led you to where you are today, that matters. That 100%, everybody that I know is truly functioning in their purpose today, no matter what their age is. It has shown itself over and over and over again since the time that they left the womb, when they entered in and took their first breath. There's just this thing that drew them to become who they are currently. I know with me, um, I was the kid that for some reason, when when I was like four or five, uh, I actually asked to be a preacher uh, for Halloween. So I had my great grandmother yes. sew up a robe and and like I was a preacher because I I, I don't know why, like who? what kind of four year old says that. Right. But it's just I knew at a young age I was supposed to be functioning as a priest. And and even though I'm not a pastor today, I'm in full time ministry, without a doubt, like every single day I'm having conversations with men that ignite their spiritual fire like that gets them closer to God that really correlate what God is trying to do in their life. That's ministry. But there's been. Example after example throughout my entire life, it, even to the the serious serious spiritual warfare that I've experienced, I've shared that at the summit. Like I've I've been in war with demons here on Earth in the spiritual, and it had an effect on me physically. Like I've 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 felt them on me, I've felt them grab me. Like that doesn't that's not something that I can dismiss. That is one hundred percent something that propelled me to where I am today. And it's the same for every man. Every man has that trail that they have been following subconsciously and that they have been given opportunity after opportunity to grow into something that God is like, I have this for you. Like, I know that you don't want to do this maybe, or you have an aversion to this because the world is telling you to do something else, but man, just keep looking forward because I've got something else for you and the 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 faster that we go depends on how clearly we see that, and it's it's simply looking at your experiences i believe and when you talk about your thing like you have a there's something that just lights you up it truly does like most most men don't even understand that that's something in them until they start looking for it, but then it whether they that you might be watching Top Gun Maverick and something inside that movie like get you emotional. Okay, well then that's one of the hard questions. Like, why did that just trigger that in me? Is it something to do with being a father in that scene? Or was it like a brotherhood inside that scene that like made my heart kind of skip a beat or whatever? Or watching watching Titanic or, or some other chick flick too. Like there's things in that that gets me emotional. And it's most of the time, tied to my purpose it's tied to something that god made a sensitive part of my heart that i want to change in the earth have an impact on and so mine is specifically in the vein of killing passivity like i that i have a burning passion to make that extinct in the earth like i cannot stand knowing that there's men out there that's like they know that they should be doing something and they're just, they just continue sitting on their hands. They just sit there and say, oh, well, maybe it'll be okay. That makes my ass itch so bad that I can't deny that that has a lot to do with my purpose. And if I ignore that, like I said, it's going to contaminate everything that I do say and be for my whole life. I have to pursue that. I have to explore that. See how I can make an impact in the passivity that plagues men today. And so that's why I do everything that I do. My mission statement that God spoke straight to me, like verbally, is I'm a man created to weaponize the apostles, to slay giants, and see the impossible. I got to the point that he, he knew I was ready to receive my mission statement when I had explored it, when I had pursued it, when I had submitted to the process of being what he called me to be. And that was just the process of looking at all the experiences that led me to where I am, asking the hard questions, trying to find out why there's things that make my heart skip a beat or that make me sad at certain moments or like really encourage me from for through other people. Right. So I think it's identifying all those things and really paying attention to what God's doing specifically in you and not letting the world or Christianity tell you that there's something else that you need to be paying attention to back to prayer, back to having that relationship with God and listening to him more so than anything else.
0: Wow, dude, let's go. You got me. Uh, if you're, if you're watching this podcast, I'm like leaning in. people probably see my nose hairs. Cause I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I just, I love listening, man. I love learning from you. Um, and it's just, there's so much there. Um, this is a podcast that I'm even going to go back and re listen to myself. And I'm sitting here listening to it in live time because there's things in there that are in here that are just they're deep. You have to you have to go back and listen. You have to take a note. You have to, to then think on that note and what that truly means, uh, what Wes is saying here. Um, there's a there's a lot of deep dive value <laughs> that can be taken out of this. Um, and in short, I mean it's it's it it comes down to personal responsibility. It comes down to ownership. Um, and we've been entrusted with this ownership on earth as, as men who walked this earth. Uh, that's something that we we were given at the beginning of, of Adam. You know, we, we were entrusted this, we were given this ownership, um, but we so easily hand our ownership over to influence, right? So good, bad, or indifferent. There's, there's ownership of this earth. There's Kings and whatever of this earth, ones that we agree with, ones that we don't agree with, ones that are evil, ones that are good. And, uh, that's, but it's still our ownership, right? And and we can operate through what is right. We can operate through what is true, who, which is Jesus Christ, right? Um, and so, man, like going into that, like that is what being a warrior is. I mean, that just ties it right back into, right? Claiming that territory in, in what we're supposed to be walking on, whether it's that physical, whether it's at home, whether it's whatever is that, like whatever is that thing for you, Man, it's just empowering though. But that is like when when we can realize as men, you guys, where where we have to take ownership in what things in our life we have to take responsibility for, we can start understanding this this power and authority that we're granted through Jesus, and and what that actually means. And then that's not an arrogant thought. You know, the, a lot of times the traditional church will teach you that's an arrogant you thing. You're making it about you. When when if our heart is right where that's a very humble thing there's nothing more humble we can do to to then to fall into what god has created us to be to seek that out daily and that is you know matthew 6 33 it's seek the kingdom of god first Mm -hmm. right like and and if we if we're seeking diligently man that is the most humble thing we can do because every time we get this confirmation every time we get this thing that happens that that confirms that we're in alignment with God. Wants for us, that's humbling because we're like, whoa, God hears me. God hears what I ask. God hears what I prayed for. God spoke that back in my life. That was real. That's humbling. And then we're like, whoa, I. Then it comes back down to, wow, I have no power. Like it's not like only thing I did was was choose to give my life over. Yeah, and that actually is that's the humbleness as a Christ follower that we can walk in. Um, but it's like like you said man there's just this we are stuck in this like two rocks clanging together of the world and traditional christianity um mm-hmm. just like oh it's so it's hard and and when we think we're out of a box we find another box that we're in i don't know if you felt that way where you're just like man i think i, got, I think i got this and then it's like dude my mind's totally in a box in that right now have you had any of that like recently what?
1: yeah and and i I think that is that is what brings the consistent urgency to continue through the suffering of life man like sanctification doesn't happen happen without challenge it doesn't happen without some level of suffering through a trial or or tribulation like any any time you level up the the cliche thing is new level new devils right (laughs) and i think that once you come into the a new level of understanding of of who God is, He's like, okay, do you really believe that? Because here's something that that will will check will test you to see if you're going to pass it and tri- and go back to your beliefs. Because if you behave differently than you want to behave, then it's probably an emotion connected to that belief that's unshakable, right? So. It's really going back through the process and continuing, like Paul says, count it all joy, right? Like, it's really like when you see these things in life, it's like, oh, God's trusting me with this trial because he wants to really confirm that I, I believe him like I say I believe him, and that's that's a, some of the best opportunities that we have. Like, I'm I'm the weird guy now that, like, when somebody comes to me and they're like, man, hey ish is hitting the fan, man. I don't understand what's going on. This is wild. I've just hit one thing after the next. I can't help but start smiling. I'm like, man, do you see the opportunity that you have? Like, this is your, this is the door. Like you're knocking on it and God's saying, hey, turn the knob, like step into this. This is your reward. This is your reward to go to your next level. Yes. If you just see it that way. So it goes back to our perception, right? And it's true. Like we all have a birthright and, and those, those two lanes, the world and Christianity and, and, and religion, they try to get you convinced to sell your birthright for a bowl of soup and, and going back to your identity, like in arrogance, the world will tell you, Hey, you're the bomb, man this is all dependent on you. And this is, this is all because of you. And then Christianity is like, well, no, you need to crucify yourself every day and you need to die and not take any credit and not, not really show that you did anything good in this. Mm. Well, Jesus died. He's the one that was crucified. I, I, and, and I'm, I'm going to show my respect and honor for what he did by being all of me. And I have to know that I'm anointed to do something incredible in the earth. And once we go from doing things from selfishness to in the service of other people, that's when we can be bold about who we are specifically. That's how we can really step in and be radical, radically ourselves, authentic in everything that we do, good, bad, or indifferent. Like you need to be all of you everywhere that you flip and go. If you do less, you are not bringing any glory to the fact that God created you, that he put air in your lungs today, that you're sucking oxygen right now. If you shrink back and you're like, well, no, it's not about me. Well, then who else is going to be a son of God? Because you ain't acting like one. Like, come on, dude, step up and be bold. Gird your loins and step in with the armor of God. Like, that's what you're called to do. If you, you don't have to have your purpose completely figured out as long as you just walk boldly. Go. go to God with the questions that you need need answered to go to your next level. Step in when you have an opportunity to suffer a little bit. That's your unlocking. That's the time that you get anointed at a different level. Like, quit being scared. <laughs> and oh. like, this is, I can, I'm getting fired up. But for real, I see so many men get to the point where they have an opportunity to be bold. And they're like, well, no, Jesus wanting to wanting step out and, and cause all this, this controversy. Yes, he did. Are you kidding me? He was the most radical dude on the planet. Like, come on, dude. Quit quit letting Christianity control your vision right now. Like you are you are supposed to be radical. You're supposed to be different. That's why you have salt. That's why the world tastes you and they're like, "Oh, there's something about that
0: guy." Hmm. Peculiar, man. Like we're supposed to be peculiar. Like, dude, it's just yeah. it's just crazy and and you're right man. We're just like we're tainted on generational I like, guess a generational curse where we're at right now, man, this isn't. And that's why it's so we're at like this point, you know, in our time, in this age where it's been so many generations of, of this in limited thinking um, that now we're facing a crossroads of where we are, and where we're becoming. Right. And it's hard and it's it's a battle, dude because like i i can sense it that there is awakening in men I, i've had the conversation and they're at a crossroad where they have to make that choice and i think it, the choice is gonna if, you, if you're seeking it the choice is gonna be quite frequent you know it's like it's a really frequent crossroad because we're Ooh, yeah. granted this wisdom we're granted this further understanding all the time that just keys in like a little bit more a little bit more of like Oh, that means that's the same thing that I've read a hundred times, or that's the same conversation, but this time it mean it has a different meaning or it has a deeper penetration in my heart. And that comes from seeking. I don't believe that happens to guys who are just, well, I'm saved. I'm go Sunday morning. Yeah. Like and and there's just this like, man, I just I feel like there's a lot of stuff being being broken right now. Like there's a lot of boxes being burned right now. Um, but there's a lot of people who are wanting to, s- to still have their feet in the boxes while they're burning instead of just stepping out and trusting. Yeah. Them. This is what some stuff's becoming. Um, and it's good. It's not bad. It's, it's good. And I, but I have to rely for that understanding and that knowledge. And that's the piece where it's just missing, man. Like I've had to learn that myself of like, where's my reliance at, you know? And, and it's funny because I was this morning, man, I was thinking on this so heavily and, I flipped on Facebook. It was like 9.30 right before our call this morning. And a guy makes a random post. I didn't even read it. It was like this big, long post. But he had a photo attached to it. I'm like, I don't care about your story, dude. I mean, being honest, like I didn't even want to read through it. But the post just had the picture had changed in, in really small writing. It had Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And I'm trying to, I'm working. I'm not, I like to say trying. I'm working at being very sensitive to messages and little things that God puts out there for me. And so really quick, I jumped on, jumped in my Bible and I flipped to that. And I had just read through Proverbs with a group of guys, like over the last couple of weeks. But I couldn't remember what it was. And then I jumped over to it. And dude, in Proverbs five and six, three, five, and six, it's trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Like this is like super well-known verse, right? And then in six, in all of your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Like in all of our ways. Like that's not like some things sometimes that's like all the time we should ask like dude am i supposed to what am i who am i supposed to give to this week am i supposed to write a check to my church is it supposed to be to help somebody am i supposed to like what like it's that independent thing that takes us it takes us out of the religious box and it's written all over the bible if we open up our eyes to see it that we're not supposed to be conformed in this tiny thing that it's actually a freedom of whatever it is god tells us to do we're obedient in Mm -hmm. that's that's lawlessness dude (laughs) like that's radical lawlessness and 100 percent relationship
1: yes which is jesus's biggest biggest message in the new testament i have came to do away with the law sir it's no longer about just saying okay i'll do that it's about hey i'll be that i will be with you i will be in relationship with you it's not so much about the doing anymore. It's if you be the person that you're called to be, then you'll do everything
0: right. Yes. So, wow, dude, and that's where our that's where our judgment will lie. Did you listen to me? That's why. Like, mm-hmm. did, were you obedient to what I asked you to do? What I put on your heart, your special thing? Like, I know that can be hard to understand for the guys that are listening. I know this is some deeper stuff, um, but I hope it just triggers more thinking. That's what I, I understand that some of these things are just seeds. Some of these things are going to be steps for guys. Um, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, each one of you listening has to take this to prayer. It has to take this to what does it mean for me? It's not like a, a gospel that we're preaching to you in this moment. It is a, hey, what does this mean for me in my life right now? You know, how is this meant? I heard this. Well, how is this meant to help me grow today? Um it's just crazy, man. That's the goal of this podcast: help guys grow, man. Help them get into get into their purpose. Help them live beyond average, dude. You know, like that's just what it's about. What is so? Let, let's go to this. What does it mean, like, for you? What's it mean for you to live beyond average,
1: man? I, it's literally about burning every box that I've ever tried to fit into. It's it's not trying to fit in with any foot and body. Like, and you, the people that are are really close to me they know that I function from, from some very strong non-negotiables, but anything else it's on the table, baby. Like I'm, I'm ready and willing to do whatever it takes to see like Jesus truly be what other people see in me. Um What, and, and it may be getting on a, a jujitsu mat. It may be getting on a bull or r- doing a, a, a Ironman. Like, I don't care like if if something it comes up that gives me the opportunity to be what other people see that they need out of Jesus man I'm 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 all for it if I can show people how to slay a giant or to see the impossible I'm all in so that it, now I, I don't know day to day what that looks like like I'm for real just waiting for the opportunity to say yes but we have to know like what your vein is and and what those questions sound like from your father. and once you get into a relationship to where you very clearly recognize that voice, then your questions lose traction. like you they're not as loud in your head anymore. You just simply listening for that next little
0: nod, that next little that li- next little push to tell you, okay take a left,
1: take a right, go to the coffee shop this morning, you know, and just be willing to say yes. That's the most radical thing you can do nowadays. It literally is. Most of the time you'll be told, Hey, chill out, be quiet, get in your lane, stay over there. You know, it's not your time to talk. No, it it is. It's time for you to step out and do what God's told you to do. Quit giving the excuses just so you can fit in with this crowd or or get confirmed by somebody else, or have that little special pat on the back that you've always wanted your whole life. Mm. It doesn't matter if you don't get one from Jesus. Like, come on, let's 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 really pay attention to what's going on here.
0: And that's where we fall into failure. You have this quote on your website, man. Um, I, I want. Do you remember what that is on the what failure is?
1: <laughs> I don't. I it's don't hard to
0: remember everything. I know it's it's really hard to. I'm the same way. Somebody asked me like something on their website and it's like dude I yeah I can't remember everything I'm gonna pull that up um because it is awesome i I read it this morning on your website and it was failure um a quick quote on what failure is and it is it's on your page on I'm pulling it up on my phone right now it's on your coaching page it is the failure failure anytime the idea of less overcomes your belief in more like dude but I, I saw that and i'm like that's so that's so good like you got to screenshot that and put on your instagram now today that, 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 that <laughs> i that,
1: need to i need on. to because
0: it's so good uh failure anytime the idea of less overcomes your belief in more what's that man like think about what that means guys like we we fall into that so easy because the more is it what's it take it takes effort. It takes giving up what we want. Sometimes what we want in the moment. That's the quick gratification things. Um, it takes some sacrifice. It takes faith, not knowing what that where our foot's going to land when we take that step. Um, but if we don't do that, man, that's, that's us failing. That's us not trusting and being reliant on our calling, man. So that's crazy, dude. This has been awesome. This has been awesome. Um, is there anything else? That you just want to leave the people listening with today as we're jumping off.
1: Man, I think what what you just said and bringing up that quote, um, one of the most powerful things that I have been told from a guy that uh, isn't a direct mentor, but when he speaks, I listen very intently. He's just one of those sage sage like characters in my life, um, and his, his name's Jody Iverson. He actually owns a tire shop here in Decatur, Alabama, and you you would be astonished by just being in his presence. He's just one of those dudes, you know? Um, and what he told me it, when it comes to, like, knowing what you, you're supposed to be doing and, and how you're supposed to be leaving a legacy, he said, it's not hard. He said, it, it only costs you one thing, everything. Mm. And you can take that and run with it. But it for real, leaving, leaving a life worth, of, worth a true legacy in the earth it just costs you one thing. That's everything. Most men aren't willing to pay that price, but it's what we're called to do. So
0: Yes. Dude, that's so good. I'm so pumped, man. Um, I'm definitely I i got ideas in my head that I'm like, dude, I want another I want to like this is gonna be a three part series with you. Like I want to talk about Come on it. With it. I know you're gonna you have so much on Job uh that you've you've been in so heavily this year. Um and I, I definitely want to dive in with you after your your deal in Minnesota. Um, and I, I, definitely, I, I really want to dive in with you on, on a podcast sometime on just spiritual warfare, like just that subject. I'd love to just dive in on that just because I think it's, it's becoming more to light with people. Um, and I think some of these real, real life stories of real people that they like, they can see and feel and touch, like not just an Instagram story, um, that, that it happens like it's going on around them. Um, I know like your story is crazy that you've told me like and you're one of the few people too that I'm like you've seen you've seen a demon like you've seen like I saw Mm -hmm. a demon when I was a kid um and so it's like it's just meeting these other guys that's like this has happened to um and and finding that understanding I think it'd be super uh valuable for people to understand and be aware of so definitely want to do that with you at some point um but man uh your website is westchanal.com right am I right on that yep yep so, try to keep it simple right so that's Wes w-e-s-c-h-e-n-a-u-l-t for you guys out there that wants to check out uh Wes's, uh website his coaching availability is the warrior forge uh, which is like another great option for you guys um and he does another some other programs too coupled with uh, becoming man um that that i know you help lead with that would be great opportunities for anyone Um, where, what's your, what's your Instagram, stuff like that? People want to find you. Uh, Instagram is Wes underscore Chenault. Once again,
1: everything's pretty much just, just my name. So my full name is Wesley, but uh, I just referred to to Wes. So Wes underscore Chenault. Um, Facebook, it's the same thing. I actually have a a, a business Facebook page, Chanel Consulting LLC. Um, You can check out any events or anything that's going on through the promotions that I do on Facebook there. But yeah, I don't do TikTok or anything like that. So sorry, you guys, if you prefer short videos. (laughs) Dude,
0: uh, perfect. And if you guys are struggling with any spelling, just jump to my page. um, I run the gun on Instagram and I'm sure you'll see some promotional stuff on this podcast that's being posted. You'll be able to find and link over to to Wes as well. It's definitely a page you're gonna wanna follow. And there's a guy that you're gonna wanna stay in contact with, a guy that you can reach out to uh, if you're looking for wisdom and knowledge and connection questions. like It's important that you start filling your circle with men that you can you can go to it's you gotta get in a circle at some point you gotta get out of the cage get in the circle true true and at it so i just encourage you you guys to do that so Wes, thank you so much for coming on the show today brother i appreciate you so much man and we'll talk to you soon thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of live beyond average podcast and we'll talk to you guys soon